Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of DadCast. I'm your host, JP. Joining me as always, co-host, the man, Mr. Nick Martin. Nick, how you doing today? Good, sir? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. It's hot in this studio. Again, as always, we got to get through this summer thing. I know. We need to get a bigger studio. You have your nice air conditioning. Yeah. Yeah, unlike this one, which looks cool in AC, but it's not yeah. real. Joining us today is a, a real cool fellow, man. He's a, he's a personal trainer, guru, and Instagram star. And and today, and as always, most importantly, I'm assuming he's a dad. Welcome to the show, Joel Staley. How are you, sir? Hey, thanks for having me, JP and Nick. Good to be here. Yes, it is. I'm so glad you're here, man. So you are a dad, yes? Yeah, we have a two-year-old daughter that keeps us busy, and we just got word. Well, we haven't announced this to people yet. Is so. this is this is this an official <laughs> yeah, announcement? Exclusive. Oh man, <laughs> twins on the way! Oh, oh congratulations! God, I gotta drop this. Austin, trying to catch up with Nick. Nick, don't you have like six? I have six. Yes. <laughs> man, I got a lot of catching up to do. Still, he, he's got like three hundred and twenty-seven. Don't let him fool you, man. <laughs> wow well congratulations now uh you f- just found this out how far along are we she is uh almost 10 weeks about nine weeks okay well joel since this is a uh this show we uh, we're recording it obviously today in early august but we are so far ahead of the game that this particular episode is probably going to drop sometime october ish um okay. unfortunately you got to hold that secret in now until august till, or till <laughs> october till we can drop this episode Actually, yeah, we now, that uh, as a clip. Yeah, I know yeah. My, my wife's probably listening downstairs like, you told him. It's like, don't worry, it doesn't drop till October. <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations on that, man. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Thank you. All right, Joel. So DadCast, of course, is uh, a podcast all about dads. So it's um, you know, celebrating and interviewing other dads. And most of the time we are in the realm of you know celebrities, whether it be sports, movies, uh, athletes, Instagram stars. Um, so we really like to celebrate what it is that is dad. Now, I mentioned to you off the air before we got on that we do try to stay on that topic for most of the episode, but sometimes, and by sometimes, I mean every single episode, we tend to go off the rails. So if we do not stick to just dads, just be forewarned, and uh, we'll talk everything life and this whole journey it is for you. I love it. What is your two-year-old's name? Kennedy. Kennedy, two years old, man. That is that is amazing. That I mean... And being that you are, oh, and by the way, everyone out there, uh, Joel Staley is a personal fitness guru. Before we get any farther along, Joel, where can people check out your stuff and your story and your journey when it comes to uh, health and fitness? Uh, JoelStaleyFitness.com is a good place. Otherwise, Instagram, Joel Staley Fitness will, will get you to me. There you go. And uh, I heard rumors, at least Nick told me, that uh, Kennedy has joined you on some of these Instagram videos. Yeah. So funny enough, when you get into fitness coaching, one of the first things you learn is that it's such a crowded environment that you really need to pick your niche of who you want to work with. And at the beginning, I was working, my nine to five was for a transportation company. So I thought, all right, I'm going to work with truckers because I can just download the database. Now I have 100,000 emails of truckers. I'm starting off with a head start, but it didn't work out that way. And uh, actually, around that time, we found out Amy was pregnant with Kennedy. And I was like, you know what? I mean, 
there's so many dads around Omaha, Nebraska, where I'm at. And I wanted to create a Facebook group because I knew that, I mean, I've seen plenty of friends that used to be in great shape. Eating good was a priority. You know, hitting the gym was a priority. And once you start getting some more responsibilities and building a family, those things fall by the wayside, whether it's due to lack of time or lack of focus, whatever it is. So I wanted to start a Facebook group and just hold myself accountable and be around other dads I knew that were still in shape. So I I called it Dads Who Lift and just invited some of the guys I knew. And over the last four years, now it's blown up to uh, like 51,000 dads in there. So yeah, it's blown up. But that's when I really got passionate about helping dads. And then once Kennedy came along, I saw like, oh man, this is true. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Time, the meal prep, like that stuff. It takes yeah, it, or when you're waking up three or four times in the middle of the night and just trying to keep your head on straight. Yeah, yeah. The 3 a.m. workouts go out the window at that point. Oh, yeah. big time. Yeah. <laughs> Not for you, Nick. No, no. I was I was at the gym at 4 a.m. today. So um that doesn't man. happen all the time, but it's uh now you you posted Nick literally a couple days ago, and and I haven't even mentioned this yet. I was actually saving it for this episode because it fits so perfect. Uh, you posted um, a video of one of our first vlog or, or podcasts that we did about a year ago, yeah. and he you said you weighed two ninety two ninety two right, and then he posted it yesterday two twenty eight two seventeen. Wow. And I, I can't, yeah, so I, first of I've got, all, I've got a little bit of motivation here though. I, I challenged Josh Berkman to a fight. So <laughs> it's a, yeah, kind of my motivation to get in shape, getting a little bit quicker is to not get my butt kicked by a UFC fighter. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we all know what's going to happen. You're going to get your butt I'm kicked by a UFC fighter, <laughs> but that deserves some serious congratulations. And honestly, Thanks, man, man, I, uh, I, I can't on I, I see you every day almost. Mm-hmm. And, that is 60 pounds, if my math is correct. Yeah. You didn't, doesn't look like you lost that much, man. It really hasn't. You didn't seem like that big of a guy to begin with. You're always, you know, thick and whatnot. But all right, good stuff. Well, I took my shirt off when I was 292. It was gross. I, it's now I've got, I got, I've got like a four pack going. I'm not going to show you yet, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's getting there. So let me ask you something, Nick, because you said yeah. you got. 292 and i've just noticed from taking thousands of calls at this point with um you know guys wanting to lose some weight mm-hmm. this 290s is where people are like okay i do not want to see that three hit the scale it's time to get some help did at the 292 were you like all right it's time to get serious here um no it was yeah well yeah but it was more of not so much the scale it was more of i was tired and i have a one-year-old so trying to chase a one-year-old around and you're almost 300 pounds, it's like, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. I, you know, I would make it till about three, four o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm like, all right, it's nap time. I'm going to take a two hour nap with the baby. So at that point I'm like, okay, I'm going to start buckling down, adding more cardio, adding some MMA. Um, I got a mountain bike. So I do three days a week mountain biking now, added in some jujitsu and uh, yeah, and then the weight training. So I'm hitting the weights for about an hour and a half, two hours every day. I'm doing seven days a week now, hitting the weights and running. Man, yeah, it was hard. Yeah, yeah. It was more of a just like, man, I'm so disappointed in myself. I can't believe I let myself get this bad. And I've always, my whole life, I've always been going to the gym. I boxed for a long time when I was younger. So it's like, uh, what am I doing? 
and just decided, you know, I don't want my wife to wake up one morning and be like, why did I marry a 500 pounder? <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, I'm going to buckle down and knock it out and get it done. So now I feel great. Now I'm just, I have lots of energy and chasing the baby around on so. you in a blink, especially when you have a family and you're getting yeah. the going and obligations. It's not like you, uh, you see it steadily. It's, it's almost like you look in the mirror one day and you're like, what the hell happened? It, it seems like right. overnight. Yeah. I just so, wish there was a way to not put in the work and lose weight. I just that, <laughs> unfortunately that's, that's not it. That's, that's my problem. It's not that I'm lack lacking any motivation. Nick for the record has been trying, you know, to get me, you know, if I, if I tear down this beautiful uh, green screen, you'll see that there's uh, the instruments behind me to, to do so. So you know, I've made the effort to actively start being a little more active and whatnot, but it's, it's all about, it's not about finding the time. It's about, implementing it and you know pulling the trigger and doing it because anyone it's an excuse you can always 24 hours in a day man and anyone who says you do not have enough time no you didn't that that's an excuse so i guess i am chock full of excuses i just haven't done it yet i haven't gone that route and really implemented it and well i hope to i'm well, another reason I'm passionate about working with dads is because we don't have a lot of spare time. And um, I noticed when I would go to the gym when we first had a baby that I was getting the side glare from my wife of like, okay, so you're, you're going to work all <laughs> right. at night. So then you almost feel bad going. But the good news, JP, especially because you're talking about that, is it really is I found 80 to 90% nutrition. Mm-hmm. So, Nick's getting after it. He's working out seven days a week, cycling, doing jujitsu. I mean, he's, he's burning the candle at both ends, but I mean, honestly, I work with guys that um, they don't have time to get to the gym. And as long as their nutrition's dialed in, they can still lose 30, 35, 40 pounds in 90 days. And more importantly, gain the habits to keep it off. Right. So. Yeah. That was definitely the big thing for me was switching up the diet too. Like, yeah. So what do you do now, Nick? What's your diet look like? If you don't mind me prying, it's a, it's dirty keto. So I cut out as much carbs as I possibly can. I still need a little bit just for all the, the extra, the cycling and the jujitsu just to have the energy. But for the most part, if I have a hamburger, no bun, it's meat, lettuce, tomato. I, I eat a lot of, a lot of meat, a lot of, a lot of proteins, a lot of, a lot of veggies. Um, I cut out all soda, all alcohol. So I drink a lot of water. I'll have the occasional energy drink, but not very often. Nice. Yeah. Working for you, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was the big thing. That was like the hardest part of this whole training thing was switching up the diet, going from like eating a box of Oreos every day to cold turkey, no Oreos <laughs> and uh, going out to eat too. It's like, oh man, what am I going to eat at a restaurant now? It's like, do I, do I get a hamburger how do I fix the salad? So it's going to be okay. You know, I'll order like three chicken breasts on a salad just so I'm getting extra protein. And so it's working. It's just, it was just a lot of messing around with it, trying to figure out what's going to work for me. Cause it's like going straight keto. I did that a few years ago. It worked good, but then I gained everything back. So this is like, my body's not so shocked, but it's, and I feel good on doing it this way. Nice. Yeah, man. I mean, and how's the energy compared to when you were the 292 when you're keeping up with the one-year-old? Noticeable difference for you? It's 100% different. Yeah. Like, so different. So I can get up at like 5 a.m. with him and we can go hard until he goes to bed at 8 o'clock. 
Have you dabbled with any fasting at all? Because I know keto and fasting are just, they go hand in hand. I do. So once a week I'll do um, like a five or six hour fasting and then I'll have like just a straight protein meal. That's it. I won't do any vegetables, no carbs, just protein and water. But I, other than that, I don't, I don't do it a whole lot. So I try to eat like every two hours, but like once a week though, I'll just, I'll do like a five or six hour fast and then go for a bunch of protein and water and then just kind of switch it up a little bit. I tried to do a cheat day and I just, my, my insides can't handle it. Yeah, I was watching the rock and I'm like, okay, you know, that dude's going to town on some cheesecake and some pancakes and stuff and some pizzas. And I'm like, yeah, I could do that. No. (laughs) Nope. Yeah. Man, he has a stack of pancakes like over. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I had like a couple bites and I was so sick. I'm like, nope, this is not working for me. Yeah. So. A lot of fasting only because, well, A, there's a ton of health benefits. I won't get into all that. But going back to just the busyness of a dad's schedule, say it's your typical dad working a nine to five, comes home and he's playing the dad role till bedtime. Then he might have like an hour or two to catch up on ESPN and then go to bed. Fasting is like, it's the one diet where you don't need to spend hours meal prepping or constantly be preparing. It's like, okay, I'm going to start a fast, bang, I'm doing it. As long as you have a plan. So Mm -hmm. that creates more time in your day as opposed to like, okay, well, it's Sunday, it's four o'clock. I have nothing prepared for this week. Now I got to go to the store. I got to come home and cook everything. I got to throw it in containers. I got to like do all this stuff. It's like, oh, you know what? I'm going to start a fast. Bang. Like <laughs> a split second. So that's just given a lot of the dads that I work with a lot of time back and has made it more manageable. Not to mention, I mean, you just lose fat. So damn quick compared to like if you're counting calories or something like that. What is but, the, uh, I mean, if you were to like write down a week on that schedule uh, for a guy who wants to drop let's just say a hundred pounds as fast as possible. How would, I mean, you don't want to do the fast the entire time, right? You gotta, there's gotta be some exercise involved there. Yeah. You gotta exercise for sure. Because when you fast, you're going to lose weight fairly quickly. And to make sure that that weight is coming from fat and not muscle, you want to lift some weights. You want to give your body a reason to hang on to your muscle. So now it's saying, all right, well, you know, JP's losing weight super quick, but he's also lifting weights four times a week. So let's hold on to the muscle and we'll dump this fat we don't use. So ideally you want to get some exercise in and that's just gonna, you also get in ketosis like Nick's doing right. through thing because you burn through your carbs and then you just start burning fat for fuel instead. So it is so individualized. And that's why, I mean, when I first started coaching, especially with a group of 50,000 you know, dad's in there. I thought that was, I was going to punch my ticket and be like, okay, if I can sell everyone yeah. a $40 cookie cutter program and only 10% of the people buy, I'm still living life high on the hog. But uh, I found out very quickly that I, especially after naming my company, Joel Staley Fitness, I didn't want to put my name on something that was just cookie cutter. It might work for you. It might not. So what we do, it is very individualized coaching uh, it's not just me. It's a whole team of experts. Um, we're working with you every step of the way, planning as we go, because everyone is different. And some people like longer fast and they love it. They have more energy. They're getting the results. And they're like, where's this been my entire life? And some people like the shorter fast. So it's just stuff we walk through you with. Okay. And I'll get this just for the purposes of podcast. 
what is an example of like right in the middle of a fast? I'll tell you this right now. I'm doing a 48 hour fast. Okay. Uh, so I ate Sunday night. Uh, we, we just got a pool in the backyard. So again, why, why I like fasting is it was family and friends over. All we did was order a couple pizzas, uh, drank some Trulies and some whiskey out of the pool all day. And then like before I passed out at like 6.30 p.m., we ordered, I got like five tacos from the place down the street. So I'm not your typical fitness coach. You probably would right. too many saying that. But uh, yeah, it was a day of drinking, eating pizza and tacos. And I like to start every week with a 48-hour fast, mostly because uh, Mondays are by far my busiest day. I, I wake up early like Nick. I get to the gym, get that out of the way. And I, I work until about 5 p.m., um, just building the business. And then from five to six, I have a coaching call. And from six to seven, I have a coaching call. So why I really like the 48 hour fast from Sunday night to uh, Tuesday night is not only is it a great eraser from some poor choices I may or may not have made that weekend, but also I don't have to think about, oh man, I have all this stuff to do Monday. When am I going to break my day apart and go plan all these meals in between? I can just be a workhorse all the way through spend an hour, hour with my daughter before bedtime and then go watch some criminal minds or something and go to bed <laughs> the next day. <laughs> now, after that 48 hours is up, you, is it like an all day eat or is it one meal, two meals? How does the, the meal after the fast go? Yeah. Great question. So I typically, uh, it's called OMAD, which stands for one meal a day. Okay. And I tried and I did it for years, honestly, the, you got to eat every two or three hours, but I found personally for me, the small meals were just enough to keep me hungry. And, uh, you know, you'd eat it. And then an hour later, you're like, oh, man, I have another hour till I get to eat again. And again, if you run a business, then eating every two hours and planning your day around that isn't very predictable. Whereas if I do my 48 hour fast from Sunday to Tuesday and I work the majority of that time and then I get to have a big meal, whatever I want with the family Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday after work. And then, like I said, Saturday, Sunday is just whatever, because I know I'm hopping back into that 48 come Sunday night. Gotcha. Then that works really well for me. So 48 dinner every night with the family, just making sure I get a decent amount of protein with those. And then Saturday, Sunday is like, that's weekend time. That's time to enjoy yourself. And in between is I'm assuming just mostly water. Water. I'm a big Black coffee drinker. Um, I might throw in an energy drink if uh, if the water and black coffee is just getting monotonous. But yeah, it's it's usually coffee till about two. Then I switch to water till dinner time. All right. Yeah. Okay. What about supplements? Easy. Are you? I, I can do this. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, the only supplements I take are um, pre workout, and most of those are zero calorie anyway, right. so you don't even have to worry about that. Sometimes I'll take creatine. Sometimes I won't. doesn't really matter. That's like 10 bucks. So mm -hmm. if I remember, I'll take it. And then, like I said, I'll throw in like a protein shake, especially if, say, uh, my wife makes spaghetti for dinner. And I'm like, okay, well, I need a little bit more protein than that. I'll throw in a protein shake. on right. top. Of that. Like you, Nick, it sounds like I'm a pretty big carnivore. So even if we do have spaghetti, it's 50% <laughs> meat, 50% yeah. meat. So I'm usually good there. But yeah. Besides pre-workout and protein and sometimes creatine, no, that's it. Okay. Have you found yourself uh, having to 
completely restructure your whole schedule of fitness um, because of you had a child two years ago? Man, it was funny. I Not only just fitness, but I used to just coach people as far as fitness goes. It was like my side hustle to my, I told you I worked at the, uh, in transportation. So I had a nine to five and then I'd come home and I'd write meal plans and workout programs and I'd do it before work too. And I'd work out over my lunch break, but it was, it was actually Kennedy's first day at daycare where, um, dropped her off at daycare. I was running late for work cause I was stuck in traffic. I was thinking, okay, I need to get an oil change. The radio in my truck stopped working, the lawn needed mode. And I was just like, almost like a borderline anxiety attack of like, okay, I'm going to my nine to five to twiddle my thumbs until 4.30 or 5 o'clock, and then I have to go pick up Kennedy and be dad until 8. Like, when am I going to get any of this stuff done? Right. And that's when I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? It was a Wednesday. And I was like, I'm going to take <laughs> off Thursday. I'm going to take off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'm going to work from home on my fitness thing. See if I even like it. If I hate it, if I can't make any sales and nobody wants to work with me, I'm just going to put this to rest. I'm going to quit doing it. I'm just focus on my job. If I like it, I'm going to go all in with it. And uh, so that was Wednesday. The next day was Thursday, which happened to be Valentine's Day. And the owner of the company called and he's like, hey, man, where are you at? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm sick this week. And he's like, OK, well, when you come in Monday, I, I want to talk to you. So just come in my office. So I was thinking like, oh, I'm not going to be having that in the back of my head all weekend. So I was like, you know what, Matt, who we're great buddies, but I was like, you know what, Matt, actually, now that I got you, I just, I got to tell you, it's time to either crap or get off the pot with this Joel Staley fitness thing. I think this is what I want to do. And guys, I was making no money right. at the time. No, I made 3000 bucks in it my first year when I was just figuring it out. I made 10000 uh the year prior. And I'm quitting the six-figure job, but I just knew like, okay, I don't have time to do this anymore. This is what I'm passionate about. I would much rather someday if I'm on my deathbed know that I at least went for it and failed epically and <laughs> pass out of myself than if I just said, um, you know what, I'll just stay comfortable and stay at my job and do the right thing. So I was like, Matt, why'd you have to call me today, man? It's Valentine's Day. I ruined my wife's Valentine's Day every year somehow, but this is going to take <laughs> And uh, yeah, sure enough, she wasn't too pleased about it, but uh, here we are. <laughs> well, there you go. It all worked out, man. <laughs> it all worked out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was all because Kennedy, I mean, it, it's so different. You stop living for yourself once, once you start having kids and you, you got to prioritize them and sometimes your hobbies and your passions and what you want to do falls by the wayside and you either have to figure out how to make it work or you got to cut those things loose. And just in this particular case, I wasn't willing to cut it loose. And, and now you got two more coming. Yeah. We got two more coming. <laughs> oh yeah. man. Life's going to get even crazier for you. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's crazy though with kids, how the hustle just like you, you get way more hustle when you got kids and you've got, more that you want to do with your life than just do the nine to five thing. Like I was doing furniture, selling furniture for 20 years and we started this podcast thing. And then the last six months it's, it's taken off quite a bit and COVID hit and things weren't working out with the furniture thing anymore. So I'm like, you know what, I'm going all in and 
hopefully it uh hopefully it pays off because <laughs> it's uh it is definitely scary to the walk away. I was making like $7,500 a month at selling furniture and then COVID hit and obviously the supply chain died and there's no furniture, there's no appliances, there's nothing to get anymore. So. Well, there's a Jim Carrey motivational video. Um, I think before he went crazy, Jim Carrey motivational video, Jim, Jim Carrey. Yeah. He's giving like an acceptance speech and he's talking about his dad was an accountant his entire life. And he was always saying, Hey, play it safe. Um, find a job that's going to support you. And then his dad ended up getting fired from his accounting job and they were homeless for a little bit. And then Jim Carrey said, you know what? I want to make people laugh. And his big thing was you can fail at what you don't want to do. So you might as well take your best crack at what you do want to do. And that sounds like what Dick's talking about there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Well, and yeah. he's, he's taking a few cracks at it. This is the one, this is the one that's finally <laughs> sticking though. Right. Yeah. Hey, that's part of the process too. <laughs> exactly. 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 I have failed epically quite a few times. It's it's been worth it every time. I don't have I you know I can't. I'm never going to wake up and be like, man, I wonder if that idea would have worked. So. What I said about the deathbed thing too. The uh, funny you said that, Nick, because that was the other thought. I was like, okay, well, what kind of example am I setting for Kennedy if I just say, oh yeah, those were my dreams, but. I just, now I work at this office job doing what I'm not passionate about, but I do, I, I'm doing it for you guys. Cause that's mm. what dads always say, right? Right. For the family. And so now you're basically casting the, the blame on them <laughs> their court when it's your decision. So I knew I would much rather have Kennedy 20, 30 years from now say, you know what? My dad made a lot of dumbass mistakes, but at least <laughs> some balls to go for it. Exactly. That's what, that's what I want my kids to look at me and say. So, And they're going to, man. Definitely. You're doing great. Man, there's a fly in my studio. And by <laughs> studio, I mean my garage. And it's I shouldn't have left that door open. So if you see this happening, that's what's going on. I apologize. I got to get a green screen. You're always in a multi-million dollar mansion or a cool studio. <laughs> oh, so you've actually... Yeah, all right. So the man oh, has yeah, watched... Man. Yeah, you, you know we could we can always change it up for you if you want to go to space with me. We can we can do that. Oh. <laughs> I know JP's got the greatest backdrops out of any. Podcast this is this I've is one of my favorite ones. This you know on the beach. Yeah, that's nice. Everyone that's asks, is it real? But you see, right about here, that that guy's not moving ever. It's pretty convincing. <laughs> Much cheaper too than I would assume it a multi-millionaire. Yeah, in my New York City mansion apartment. I'm going to leave it on this one for a while. We'll, we'll stick with that. But uh, yeah, you know, let's see. We want to eat here and I don't do this for everyone, but here we go, Joel. Here we go. A peek into the real life. There's (laughs) just a little green screen right in front of what we're doing here. Yeah, We're getting real on here. You want to get. Yeah. I always like doing that for, for Nick. Yeah. But Nick <laughs> yeah. just got a new car too, so he's good. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, we're gonna need one too with the twins. We gotta change basically everything. We just got this house about a year ago and we're about a room short now. So <laughs> just gotta change. House might need to change. It's, yeah. It's I've I've been thinking the same thing for the past seven years. Now I have three children, a sixteen year old, she's my stepdaughter, and my ten, my almost eleven year old son, he will be eleven in three days on Friday. And um, my big girl, eight, uh, 16 year old splits time with uh, us and her dad. Um, they've got a great relationship, which is 
in that they, in a perfect world, that's what you want. We have the perfect yeah. world. He's got a good dad. She's got her mom and myself over here. So she's got, you know, basically two dads, but she's spending more time over there lately. And it's okay. You know, that's, there's no, she's gosh, almost 17. Now she's nearing adulthood. Um, but that room is just kind of sitting there all the time. And brother and I'm sister thinking, are I'm sharing a room. What? <laughs> I'm thinking podcast studio, buddy. <laughs> Air conditioning. <laughs> she just got moved to the garage and she doesn't. Even- <laughs> oh, man. Spring and winter, or excuse me, fall and winter are coming, dude. It'll be all right. <laughs> Once that fall and winter hitting here, then I'll be in the hoodie with the heater on and it's way better. Um, yeah. But, or we could actually, you know, utilize the studio that we have. Exactly. But, uh, um, they're sharing a room and it was fine. But for the last year or so, my son is starting to get to that point where he's like, dad, I kind of want my own space. And, and anytime baby girl goes into her room, he freaks out because it's his room. I was like, no, no, it's, it's both your room. I know you spend most of the time in here, but so, Anyway, yeah, long All story. All the Victoria's Secret catalogs are going missing. <laughs> not, we're not there yet. I think I think we're on the <laughs> precipice of this. 11 years old, okay? The man's turning 11 on Friday. I'm starting oh to see a little bit of darkening of the peach fuzz up here. It's, it's oh, we're close, man. I'm, we're real close to that, all that whole adventure. Gosh. Oh, man. But yeah, yeah. off as long as possible. We need more space. We need more house. And yes, twins. Do we know gender yet or is it too early? No, that's what I was going to say. So, I mean, we're blessed either way, but God willing, give give us a boy in the group here. Okay, there you go. See, I got lucky. Really, like I said, really testing me. two shots. First, first born was the son. Second was the girl. We're good. You know, I, I won the lottery. Right off the gate, two two to go, yeah. and it's just it's been an amazing trip. It it's so mm, wouldn't change yeah. it for the world, but twins. It really <laughs> is. It's it's crazy, but I've always been someone that everyone's always talking about finding their why or you know their purpose, and um, of course I want to helping people hit their fat loss goals and changing lives that way. There, there's very few things better than that to me, but at the end of the day having a, a daughter especially i mean that's all i have right now but she just melts my heart that as soon as she came i was like oh this like this is what i'm doing it all for and now it's so crystal clear that it almost makes sense why i didn't have one before she came along but it's so unreal and we were you know me and my wife amy were always the people that uh we had a dog and we thought that we loved our dog as much as people love their kid no. so, yeah, we, like, <laughs> Get out of here. You Tim. thought you did. And that's that's <laughs> yeah. the funny thing about about pet parents. Oh, right. that, that don't but have now we kids. We hear other people talking about it and we're like you don't even get it. Yeah, like, and, and but try having that argument with them until yeah, they know, you know right? what I mean? It's like you just all yeah. right, you know what? I'm going to leave it alone. Yeah. We're going to agree to disagree and you will one day <laughs> maybe understand. Cuz exactly. Don't get me wrong, I love my wiener dogs to death. There are two of them hanging out right in there, but <laughs> right. I don't know. I'm probably not going to jump in front of a bullet for my wiener dog, but my kid. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. If they bite one of your kids, they're getting thrown out of a window. No. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Flying wieners in Southern Oregon. Beware. Can't wait for that headline. 
<laughs> yeah, it's unreal. There's no experience like being a dad. It's nuts. And, and especially the dad of a daughter. And, and son, I know you're going to watch this episode again when it drops. And you're going to come to me again and say, Dad, do you like Avery more than me? No. It's a different kind of love that I cannot even fully explain to you until you become a father yourself. And one day you'll understand. But yeah, being a father to a son, which, you know, God willing, cross some fingers for you, man. Uh, all absolutely amazing, completely different, just feel and uh, completely different. You know, it's uh-huh. you push them harder. It's the whole, I want you, you're the last of the bloodline, the whole right. thing. But then yeah, the, da- the daughter, you're like, I'm going to protect you. I'm going to show you how a man should treat you. Like you're, you're my princess. And then the boy, you're like, all right, I need to toughen you up. Yeah, go kick ass, boy. It's like, yeah. out in the world. It's it's crazy. Exactly. But I, again, I, I'm glad I got both, so I can I, I can navigate much much easier because I've experienced both, and mm-hmm. it's just great. It's amazing. And little girls getting too big too quick. Enjoy these. I, and it's the cliche. I, you've heard it before. You've only she's only two years old, but man, she's going to be eight years old like that. And it's going to be like, crazy. Just, we had a, uh, one of the time hop videos hit my, or pictures hit my Facebook just yesterday of us at the zoo. And I was like, that was two months ago. Wasn't that this summer? And no, it was a year ago. Right. Bink in her mouth. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. My, yeah, my time hop. It's crazy. My time hop <laughs> yesterday, Nick was uh-huh. literally not even in the house I'm at now. It's in the, the first apartment we had before we moved into the house. Avery was probably three or four months old. And I walk in the house, mom's working and she's in her little, her rocker and she's asleep. And then I pan over to the couch and my son's asleep and he's probably four or five at the time and not even three or four. And then I pan to the TV to call of duty cause it was double XP weekend and I was getting my video game on and the kids finally fell asleep early. And I looked at it and just, man, how, how I've changed because I don't play very much video games anymore. I'm too busy for that. Uh, and better things to do. But I, I like them, don't get me wrong, but just six years. Just a matter of six years how things have changed. That's crazy. And and yeah. and I and even though I don't play video games and sit on the couch as much, I'm still a fat ass. I don't get it. I don't get it. I gotta I gotta <laughs> I gotta do some fasting. Because I think I think all right, so ten years ago I was just about to get out of the navy. I was on submarines in the navy. Cool. I was drinking like four locos and like partying every yeah. night. Smoking cigarettes, typical young 20s veteran hanging out with his buddies. And then 10 years later, now we have almost three kids running a business, still figuring everything out. So just looking at that 10-year time hop, sometimes it trips me out like, okay, well, I mean, if things keep this way, what's the next 10 years going to look like? And it's like almost hurts my head to think about. Well, (laughs) just your kids are older, man, and and, and more, more progress, more moving forward, you know, is yeah. if, if, if 10 years from now you are just in, in myself excluded, this isn't advice for you. This is literally advice for me and anyone watching this or listening to this. If you are ahead 10 years than you were 10 years ago, in even one step, it may not be the progress you wanted, but it's better than going backwards. Right. That's right. Oh yeah, definitely. And I should apply that. You know, it's easy for me to say, easy to say, is it easy to do? Absolutely not, man. And that's why I kind of applaud you for what you do and helping dads out there. You know, like I said, we got to talk. We got to talk. We got to figure something out, man, because 
You know, if I just had it laid out in front of me, you know what I need is I wish I had enough money to hire Joel to live at my house with his family to get me up, boot camp my ass, tell me what to do every single day, beat me up out of bed, eat this, do it now, work out, do this, let's go, go to bed for like one year, get me on track, I'm in. That's what I need. That'd be fun for about two days. <laughs> right? <laughs> you kicking me out. <laughs> So I know that won't work, but that's, it's, it's kind of what I need. Not, not you know, tone, yeah, I you think, know, tone down. I think what you need is you just give it two weeks. Just stay focused. Once you, once you've got it and you're going for two weeks, it's going to become ingrained in you. Right. And like, if you're like everybody I've ever trained with, you're going to like regret not getting up and going after two weeks. That's, that's how everybody I've ever trained with has, it's gone. It's like, I, I've worked with a lot of people that are, like, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't have the motivation. And then once they get that motivation, holy crap, dude. It's like, yeah, the whole, it's a like game changer. It's, it's unreal. Like I, I feel found like in my, honest. in my years of doing this, there's really three things that make the big difference. And those are nutrition, accountability and support while you're getting that momentum, like you were talking about Nick. And then the big one is sustainability and knowledge. So, I mean, it's one thing to lose weight, right? But like, mm-hmm. Earlier, you did keto, you worked so hard, and then next thing you know, it's right back. I mean, that happens to 95% of people. Yeah. That goes back to nutrition. If you've been, say you're 40 years old, and you've been eating a certain way for 40 years, and then you hire me and I say, okay, well, forget all that for the last, forget the last four decades. I want you eating oatmeal for breakfast, chicken and rice for lunch, (laughs) like a salad for dinner and a protein shake. Matt, how long do you honestly think you're going to do that? Two days. But during your 90-day challenge, but then what do you think you're going to do on day 90 or day 91 when you haven't had any pizza or any tacos or wings or nachos or alcohol in 90 days? You're going to go off the deep end, and then it, it comes right back. Mm-hmm. Nutrition, the sustainability, and then, uh, JP, you're talking about living with you. The accountability and support. Yeah, that's mine. That's my big one. That's why we have a great community of dads who are not only do they have similar struggles, they're, they're the exact, they're in the exact same boat. So it's like a team effort instead of you just saying, all right, mind over matter. I got to conquer this by myself and figure this out. Now you're part of a team who's going to help guide you and they might slip up, but they're going to hold you accountable and, people latch on to each other and, and form groups, just having the accountability and making it a team sport as opposed to just a self challenge until you get the momentum going. And until you have the knowledge to sustain it, that's been the big thing. Cause I used to do one-on-one coaching and people weren't getting results like this because they found out they could disappoint me a, a couple months in. They're like, Oh, the world didn't end. Like who, who cares? <laughs> I can eat some pizza. But when you make it bigger than yourself, it, it just seems like we can go further together. Write that down. That's a good quote. Jujitsu so much. You get that whole community of. Oh yeah. When I guys too. Yeah. I started doing it. I was like, man, this is a bunch of douchebags. This is going to be so fucking weird. And the guys were so nice (laughs) and like so supportive that um, I was just completely shocked. I'm like, this is unreal. Like this whole community is, and every person that does jujitsu doesn't matter which place they're training at. They're all the same. Like I haven't met one guy that's just a total jerk yet. So it's, and just, the, Man, that's it. Especially as a dad, you have a wife and then you have a bunch of kids running around. Yeah. Where, where do you get to talk about 
like stuff you would talk to with your guy friends or in groups of other men. You need an outlet like that. Otherwise, I mean, I'll just say you tend to get a little soft when you're just now with your wife and your kids all the time. You don't have a group of guys that you still get to talk to and and relate to. Right. I mean, that alone, um, whether it doesn't have to be my program, but networking groups, listening to this podcast is huge. Just anything you can do to be around other men um, Mm -hmm. are in a similar boat that have kids and obligations and responsibilities and ambition like you guys for starting this. I mean, that right there is massive. In my opinion. How tall are you, Joel? Six foot. Six foot. And how much do you weigh? Um, 188. Six foot, 188. See, that's, I'm 5'10", 5'10 5'10.5-ish. Definitely not shorter than that, Nick. Uh, <laughs> 185 is my ideal, I, I, I yeah. think. And I'm like 265 right now, maybe a little bit more. And I've been this weight for a while. It doesn't go up. It, it, it does go down. You know, I've, I've applied myself a few times and, and got down to like 230, 240. It, it, no problem. Like easy, easy peasy. I just put my mind to it. I did it. The fact was I didn't sustain it. I, I got right. there and was like, and, and, and I can't put my finger on what happened. It, it wasn't like, I'm just going to stop doing what I do. It was I, this one thing that day. And then two days later, it was this other thing that I wasn't supposed to do that I did. And then all of a sudden, a month later, I'm like, I have stopped everything that I was doing. And now I've gained 15 more pounds back. I've done that so many times. Um, so it's not a matter of me not wanting to. It's a matter of accountability and sustainability. And it's time because I'm I'm closer to fifty than I am to forty now, and we got we got to get this into gear. That's why I like the fasting too, is because so say you're following some meal plan, everything all all the diets out there are very black and white. You're either doing it or you're not doing it. Like you're keto, you're not having carbs. If you're meal prepping, you can't have dinner with your family or whatever. If right. you're counting calories, you have to. It's a full time job. Fasting is literally, it's just like a knob instead of a switch. All of those are switches on and off. Fasting is like, if you can picture it zero to 10, 10 is very aggressive. So like say, okay, yeah, I'm 260. I want to get down to 185. I want to do it quick. I'm going to get aggressive. But then you don't, it's not like you have to keep doing it because that's aggressive fat loss mode. You can now dial that down to a two or a three skip breakfast a couple times a week or throw in a 48 once a week like I do when it matches your schedule or even once or twice a month. And then maintenance is so much easier than having to be perfect to whatever diet you're sticking to. So that's why at least I've found that uh, this method is sustainable because you sharpen your teeth in the initial few months when you're taking the aggressive approach. And then when you dial it back, you're like, oh, wow, this is walking a park. Yeah. Like you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to cut out any of your favorite foods or beer at night or anything like that. You just, all right, well, I'm on to 180, I promise myself if I see 195 on the scale, I have a game plan exactly how to get back down to 180, execute that, rinse and repeat. All right. I love it. I, I, I'm, I'm more motivated than I have been in a while, Mick. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> another, another trick I found, too, involving the kids in the workout. So, like, my baby loves working out with me. So, like, we'll do the heavy bag at night. He'll come in the, the other room that we have set up for that. I'll let him hit it a few times, and I'll put him in his high chair. 
and he'll yell at me and keep me motivated. <laughs> it's kind of fantastic. Man, or going for a walk around the block with the kids is another. That's good so thing. important too, man. I, I think about this all the time too. My dad was the first one to take me to the gym, and he had a good physique when I was a young kid. And I was like, man, all my friends' dads kind of look uh, out of shape. My dad looks like the superheroes I see on the Saturday morning cartoons. How do I do that? And so I was eight or nine years old. And uh, I'm like, Hey, how do I get muscles? He's like, well, just go do some push-ups and sit up. So I did those a little bit. And finally, a couple of years later, he took me to the gym with him. And then I started seeing, you know, the, the women in the yoga pants and like all the girls there. And I was like, Oh my God, does my mom know that my dad's coming here? this place? <laughs> but it wasn't, if he wasn't into fitness, then I would have never got into it. And then uh, who mm-hmm. knows I'd be. So I think setting that example again, goes back to dads. It's just, it's very important. And yeah. I think dads, uh, we talked about following your dreams. I think fitness is the same thing. We're, we're the leader of the pack, in my opinion. Some people might not agree with that always, and it's not always true, but we got to set the uh, set the example and try to set the bar high. The fact just now that you even had to put a disclaimer know, on that. I hate it, man. God, you know, right? Yes, you're the leader of the pack, man. And, and if you're not... And if you're watching this and you did just got triggered for some reason, stop it. In your case, that may be be the case, (laughs) and that's fine. In our case, in this particular story right here happening as we speak, that, God. We live in a new time, man. It is just. I'll be like, hey, yeah, that podcast went good, and then I'll see a headline. Joel Staley Fitness canceled for. (laughs) Right? Joel Joel Staley anti-feminist. It's like, what? what, what? It's. (laughs) Hey, Nick. Uh, yo, it's time for fast five. Go. All right, let's do it. Okay. Number one tips for dudes over 40 that want to work out. That's not a question. Tips for dudes (laughs) over 40. I would say it's just like my dad told me when I was seven, start small. If, if, you can't do um, a couple pushups, set a pushup challenge. Say, you know what? I'm going to do a hundred pushups a day this week. You do that for seven days consistently. All right, now I'm going to add 100 sit-ups on top of that and just steadily increase it. And next thing you know, you're going to be addicted to it. It's going to be part of your routine, and then you can start slinging some iron around with the big boys. Nice. I like it. Favorite training routine? I like push-pull legs. So you're training everything uh, twice a week. Mm-hmm. Seems to be optimal and the, the only downside of that is that uh, you got to hit legs twice a week, which <laughs> no. See, I do full body every day. So, ah, uh, okay. That's also solid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, favorite cheat day food? Well, I, I tacos, I could eat Mexican food every single day. So tacos seems to be the most convenient. I can just wrap it up and throw it in my mouth in a taco, but any Mexican food, and, and you can bet I'm crushing it. I'm right there with I you. Sorry, it. Nick. So you're, you, that was three. I have to interrupt. How in God's name is taco considered unhealthy? I mean, seriously, protein, some vegetables. What's what's the problem? I so, guess is a, it because you eat seventy five of them at a sitting? It, it's frowned upon, but yeah, I don't, I'm I'm right there with you. So the big thing is, I was previous baby mama family owns some Mexican restaurants. They cook their meat in lard, so Ooh. that's that's why it tastes. Well, so much I don't. Better. Right. If you if you cook at home, you're good. But if right. you're getting it from a, a restaurant, it's typically it's cooked in lard. So like all the protein, like a carne, like a, a sada, like nine times out of ten, it's cooked in lard. They they cook pretty much everything. They're refried beans, 
big scoops of larder and the refried beans, the meats cooked in. Oh man. You know, I should never have told me that. Yeah. (laughs) I will say the foil that our tacos come in are always super greasy, but I don't get those to, to be healthy. I get them because I like tacos. Cause I make a mean, I make the fish tacos and as I'm cooking it, I'm going, there's nothing wrong here. There's literally nothing wrong. It's all from scratch. Mahi, Mahi blackened Southern Florida style. They're, Mm. Usually, like cooked at home, the worst thing is the tortilla. That's just that's all the carbs right, right. there. Everything yeah. else is halfway decent. So. Yeah, but even in the tortilla, oh. that's just carbbed up. Okay, sorry, Nick. Yeah, carry on. Okay, <laughs> number four. What makes you feel inspired? I think we've already kind of talked about that, but uh, that's my fourth question. So, feel inspired. I mean, seeing my clients get results—that's the best. Because by the time someone guys are so stubborn, man. Like women, women are. I think 80% of the consumers, they want help right away. They might try one or two things and then they're like, you know what? I need help. But guys, man, we got to look under every stone and search behind every crevice before we finally get to a bad enough place. We're like, all right, maybe I do need a coach. Maybe I do need help. So by the time someone comes to me, they've already tried a plethora of other things. Hell, they've probably been trying for 30 years so when I can finally 90 days later get them on the testimonial or, or just talk to them and they're like, man, like you don't understand. I've been trying to do this forever. I finally feel like I got a hold of this thing. I feel like a new man. Like you were saying at the beginning of the podcast, Nick, I have energy to spend with my kids. Um, life's good. That's what inspires me. Cool. Okay. This is my favorite question. If you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? Billboard with anything on it. Man, that is a solid question. I mean, selfishly, I would have to make it joelstaleyfitness.com. Book a call now, but... The close-up of your abs? Huh? The close-up of your abs? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Billboard of anything. You know, probably a motivational quote that said, I've been... uh, I've been thinking about one lately. I heard it a few weeks ago and it seems to keep popping up, but success loves speed. So that would be my motivational quote on my, my billboard. Success loves speed. Oh, we'd rather have to come up with a different way to term that in Southern Oregon though. (laughs) There's a lot lot of meth. There's a lot of (laughs) drug use still here. It just. (laughs) That's funny. Oh man. (laughs) Success loves swiftness. Success loves. (laughs) Acceleration, I, you know what I'm <laughs> not meth. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, man. all right, good, good one, good one. Uh, if I were to throw in a JP's furious any number of questions, it would be like real quick here. Uh, are you, are you a sports fan? Yeah, who's your favorite yeah. football team? Nebraska. Ooh, he went college pro. Oh, I don't watch pro anymore. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. You are trapped on an island with no possibility of escape, but somehow there is literally an entertainment center with a DVD player and electricity, but there's only one TV show or movie you can watch the rest of your life, and it could be an entire series. What is it? No question, Rocky. Rocky. Oh, all right, okay. All All right. That's one of my favorite memories ever. My dad took me he my dad passed away about 12 years ago now uh rocky three i saw in the theater mr t mr. coming t. back i got so i was gosh i was 80 i was like seven seven or eight and 
old school movie theater. The, the back of the chair in front of you had a metal plate on it. And I just, I had bloody knuckles at the end. And my dad didn't, he just let me go because I was just so excited and punching that damn thing. And oh, yeah, Rockies, those are great. I could do without yeah, Rocky me, Five, it, but. It's funny. I'll, I'll be saying a similar story at my dad's funeral because I've had to have watched the Rocky series, all of them, um, at least 20 times. And at least 10 of them have been with my dad. And again, we were doing push ups on the floor during the montage. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Now, now that leads into a question that I never would have ever thought to ask you, but because of your answer, it's this favorite Rocky montage. What? Which one? Because they're different. Yes, friggin' Russia. All right, in oh, the yeah. hills, the mountains, and the girl in the beard, in the friggin' yeah. oh, the push-ups from the ceiling, or the oh, like, oh yeah, the sit-ups yeah, from the knows. ceiling. I would agree. Oh, you know, it's a close, uh, a close second one though. I think is it Rocky three. Where um, if you Adrian, like short shorts and running on the beach, a, no, it's Rocky too. Adrian's pregnant and uh, when like, and he's like, "What can I do?" When like, when and then all of a sudden he's he finds like, oh, all right, you know, it's- <laughs> that gets me every time too. All right, good stuff, man. Well, those that I had more, but that's amazing. I love it. Joel Staley, <laughs> fitness trainer, extraordinaire, Instagram star, one hell of a model American and an amazing dad. Uh, thank you for being on DadCast, man. We you are, guys are doing God's work. I appreciate you. We are glad you came along. And um, if there is any wisdom that uh, little old myself could impart and Nick as well is while you've it, you got two years in, man, you got two years in and a lifetime to go. It's remember that every single day, even when they're adults, it's still a learning experience, man. And it's, it's a beautiful thing. Just suck it all up, man. Like a sponge. I will. Build yourself an extra house on your property too, for when they become teenagers, because you're going to want (laughs) to hide. (laughs) It gets rough. Yeah. Didn't didn't Brett Young do that? No, no. He, they built an extra house to put his award, his music awards or something. Oh, a closet for his wife. It's a literally a house. Probably the, yeah. some, a closet the size of my house for his wife's clothes. Well done oh, over dang. there. <laughs> uh, one more time, you guys could check out uh, Joel's information if you're interested. Dads, if uh, this is uh, something that has touched you, um, maybe inspired you to uh, get your ass in gear like it kind of has me. We'll see. Uh, check out joelstatelyfitness.com. Uh, check him out on Instagram and give the man a call. I guarantee he can help you out. Again, Joel, you're the man. Thank you for coming on DadCast. We hope to uh, have you back on in the future. And as a matter of fact, you know what, Nick? It's never too early. I'm going to start doing it now. Father's Day special part two comes up in a year. That's right. uh, Joel, are you in? I'm in, baby. Absolutely. And, and by awesome. then, there might be a couple of new twin babies rolling around, yeah, man, who we can talk about. might be a little bit louder in the background then, but... Nice. Excellent. Juggling babies over here. <laughs> we'll yeah. dial it in. All right, man. Thank you <laughs> awesome. very much. Joel, it's been a pleasure. Uh, everyone else, thank you for checking things out. Make sure to, uh, you know, like, subscribe, do all the good stuff. In fact, as a matter of fact, if you have a question for Joel, go ahead and uh, uh, type that down below. And if you're listening to it, head over to YouTube and you can see how beautiful all of our faces are. Joel's, most importantly, over ours. <laughs> good talk and we'll see all of you, you next guys. week thank you joel you nick see you later man see ya